I'd like to invite you on a walk on this sunny day. When you are part of a team, there are no need for pronouns because you are immersed in the activity and movement at hand in the right now, the present. When soccer is played, What team says things like, pass to me, or I'm passing to you? Everyone knows when the time comes, if they're a part of a team, what is meant when someone says, pass. In a military context, It might be said, flank right. And everyone knows what that means. If someone says, contact 11 o'clock, well, you know what you're supposed to do. It's been a long time, perhaps. for many people since we've been in teams like that whether that's 200 years or two years it's a long time it's very easy to get caught up in our masks so what do you need to be in a team to do in a team like that? No doubt, many things related to survival where there is no store of wealth to support that survival in two weeks time. You probably don't say much when you're working on a farm, unless you're bitching. And in fact, complaints don't really happen unless you're in a very long line and you're somewhere in the middle or back of the line and you don't really understand why the line has stopped. like in traffic or on a hike with a lot of people. If you were at the helm, if you were first in line, 
or you were going off somewhere on your own, there would be no reason to complain, to be anxious or depressed about something. Every second spent worrying is a second not spent moving with the task at hand. And we can only worry because the task at hand is not as pressing. We know most of the time that we'll survive for two more weeks. There's no need to worry in this life. about where food is going to come from so we worry When there is a lack of space in an environment, parts of it move around, maybe to somewhere else in the larger environment. Say there's a part of a force, and there are some foxes there, and there ceases to be enough space for the foxes to get their food. Some of them might head out to another part of the forest. Every time living things move, everyone else in the same environment generally has to move, given the limited amount of energy in the universe. So, when we find ourselves at a frontier, suddenly the old urgency of the task of survival is at hand. Whether that's simply being a sailor or a trader going somewhere unfamiliar. To be the first among your people to go to the rainforest. To be the few among your people to be upon the sea and live there. Suddenly, the stakes are higher. If you don't pay attention at sea, it is that much easier to die. If you don't listen to the waves and to the wind 
to the sun, the moon, the stars, to the birds, to the fish, it might be that much easier for you to die. The same goes for a desert. Don't listen to the rocks, the plants, the sand itself. It's that much easier for you to die. In combat sports, over time, it begins to be clear, and this is true for, say, a grunt's military life as well, that all the little choices you make about how to tell your body to move have consequences. If you put your body into positions it does not like, if you separate parts of yourself in very extreme ways, if you twist your spine a lot, if you let your joints stretch out more than they want to stretch out, or contract more than they want to contract, or you switch between positions in a jerky manner that isn't very smooth, with a lot of force, those eventually lead to injuries because the pressure, the pressure testing provided by opponents eventually finds that weakness. And like a drop getting past the wall of a dam, that's only the beginning. And it finds a fault line and something breaks, something tears, something bursts. And you can afford to do a lot of that when you're younger. But in the long term, the price is generally paid. Nothing is free. Besides everything. run on asphalt enough and your knees will erode. Favor one side over the other and the imbalance will eventually lead to some compression of the spine in an unusual direction that might result in a displacement. Balance in the body, like everywhere else, is crucial to a part, a self-reflective loop within the giant web of loops, for that to stay stable requires a constant and balanced movement and reorientation over time. But when you do get injured, 
if you are not using painkillers, you're forced to pay attention. Now you have greater sensitivity to a part of your body that you were ignoring before. And with that pain, you can get the information to be more balanced than you were before. Which is why some people remark it being stronger, faster, after serious injuries. It's not necessarily that there isn't a existing weakness there from the previous tear or break. But the intimacy with your balance is easier to improve once you've had a very clear injury. So between frontiers and the pain of injury, we learn. Which is why once you get to a stable point, there's a tendency towards stagnation and decay unless a new edge is found. Amphibious troops throughout history tend to be more competent, more disciplined, more balanced in their behavior than troops on the ground. The same might be said about mountain troops or Arctic troops, and maybe it's this constant battle. Even if you don't have an enemy that is trying to kill you, right in that moment, you have the environment. One slip, and you drown. One slip and you freeze. One slip and you fall further than you would on flat land. All these things, all these different environments, these extremes, help force a better relationship with everything around you. And once a group has experienced that, they can then bring those practices back to stable territory. What we learned of knots, of the weather, of packing, of food, and of health on boats help everyone now, even those who have never set foot on a boat, never seen the sea, never smelled that brine, never found themselves immersed in those waters, they still benefit from the parts that have been through that extreme.
We do this with our young men. We've done it with our young men for thousands of years. Tens of thousands of years. We send them to the extremes. And the ones that survive come back with the knowledge hidden in those extremes. And they use that in turn. to make more of the environment at home amenable to human touch. Exploration has followed a similar tack. We put ourselves through our own extreme cycles during the day. Whether that's going to the gym instead of simply leading a life that results in the full range of use of your body, we now may compress parts into our days. Spend a little bit of time concentrating. Maybe a little more. Confining ourselves. to rooms and chairs and clothes. Someone who has never worn pants can never feel the freedom of taking them off. If the ground had been soft and amenable everywhere, no one would have figured out how to fashion skin into additional skin on our feet. And if the ground had not been hard, and we had not walked on that hard ground, we may never have calluses. So we must find, perhaps, a new edge every time. In the same way that the effort and the level of detail, the level of knowledge of ourselves that comes from simply Sending people up into space. Simply sending things up into space. Forces us. To grow everywhere. 
authority is something that comes from making things bigger, from making a person bigger, from making a state bigger, from making our experience larger. So it makes sense that we would have given those who went to such frontiers authority at some point or other, even especially if that authority is hard won. Since all they have to do is go back to that place, and if you were trying to hunt them, you could never follow them there if you weren't familiar with that place. And so, in that sense, by holding that place in their being, they would be bigger than you. Many of us, whoever the first really large group was probably, separated ourselves from the task of survival, from the task of getting food every day and feeding and protecting each other from the elements. and went to that frontier, the frontier of being further away, of being disjointed, of being separated. And this was no doubt extremely painful. So painful that we all feel it still now, however many Tens of thousands of years later, it's been. But from this pain, we grow and find better balance. So cherish it. It's yours, and it is mine. Oh.